So when you find a magical product, like when you find a product, you follow this criteria, you find a magical product and you follow these steps, you can make it happen, right? And here's the beautiful thing. We talked about $10,000 a month. We talked about $3,000 a month. You want to know how you find a product that makes $100,000 per month? Oh. You look for it. Look for it. Look for it. Look for it. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, y'all. Um, I don't know if there's a, a podcast episode, but um, if you've seen the episode with Josh Chris, where he was really talking about how to build an eight-figure lifestyle, and um, it was just absolutely amazing. And it was super easy, and you just happened to be in town, so I figured we'd just come back since you're already in the studio. Absolutely. Round two. And every time I see him, I pick his brain, okay? Even though I hate when people pick my brain, so I'm really right. a hypocrite. But... I just be wanting to get the information because you are the most talented marketer I've ever met in my life. That's love, man. I appreciate it. I think he robbed me on the last episode. He said he picked my brain. He robbed me, y'all. That's all right. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy. I implemented a lot of the stuff that you talked about. Action. Action is the key. Action. Speed of execution. So, look, man, this ain't going to be... This is going to be a, a short um, episode that everybody can consume real quick because I was talking to him and I said, Yo, what's the fastest way to make six figures? What is the fastest way to make six figures? And through the conversation, I'm telling him, Josh, shut up. Stop talking. Joe, let's get the cameras on because everybody needs to hear this. Okay? True story. Um, so I, I guess introduce yourself. How do you introduce yourself, typically? I'm, everybody well, I'm says everybody the Amazon you. guy, right? So Joshua Crisp, the Amazon guy. That's what everybody says. We were at the party yesterday. What's up? you the Amazon guy. I'm like, yeah, my name is Josh, but I'll take that. That works, right? Yo, you know so, what I got yesterday? This dude walked up. The to podcast said, guy? No, nah, he said, he said, hey, you're from YouTube, right? I was like, well, really, <laughs> I'm from New Jersey originally, but <laughs> I was born and raised in New Jersey. But he's like, yo, you're from YouTube, right? No, but anyway, yes. So you're the Amazon guy. You yeah, own that space, guy. bro. Yeah, that, that business changed my life. Been doing this, you know, two-thirds of a decade. Basically, last seven years, business took me from rags to riches, from basically homeless, felon, sleeping on the floor, volunteering for food, volunteering to pay, basically get vouchers to pay my rent. My wife was working minimum wage. We had nothing. Took us from that to multimillionaires. So I'm I'm forever grateful to the business and the opportunity. Mm. Are you afraid of Amazon, though, because you don't own the platform? No, you know, that, that, I think that's a self-limiting belief. Here's the thing, Dave, like... Oftentimes, when people identify an opportunity, they know an opportunity is going to change their life, their mind plays tricks on them, and it turns it into a liability. So one of the things I most often tell people is make sure that you don't disguise an opportunity as a liability. See, people have self-limiting beliefs. Oh, the Amazon business sounds good, but isn't it saturated? You don't own the, you don't own the, actual, you don't own the actual infrastructure. You don't own the, 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 the actual customers, right? Well, what if it comes too saturated? What if they sell your products? See, if you look for a reason why you shouldn't do something, you won't find a reason. You won't find a reason to start, and that's why most people don't start. See, the difference between successful people and non-successful people is number one, they identify opportunity. Number two, they take action on the opportunity, knowing that yeah, it could not work, but what if it does work? And what if the does work is a lot better and more powerful than what if it doesn't work? And number three is they don't give up. That's the success to anything in life and becoming successful at any business model. Identify the opportunity, 
start the thing as fast as humanly possible and don't give up until it works. So that's what I did, man. That's what I tell people. You will always find a pro and con in any business, in the life itself. There's health issues, right? You don't wake up every morning. Well, what if I get cancer in 10 years? What if this? What if that? So you have to operate the same way in your business as you do in your life. Goodness gracious. And which leads me to this conversation we were just having. So you said first is identify the problem. Yep. In reference to product research, are you talking about? No, 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 no. What you were just talking about. What you just said. It was three things. Identify the opportunity. Identify the opportunity. So I have a product. And this is real life. This just happened. So I'm like, yo, Josh, I identified an opportunity. There's a product. And I'm not telling y'all on Amazon. I'm not telling y'all what my product is until I get it. And you'll see the promotion. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But I identified an opportunity, right? I'm like, yo, this product is, for me, this product isn't out, Mm. right? But some other people's opportunity might be, yo, I see this one product, like fidget spinners early. Y'all oh, see man. I see you lit with the fidget spinner. Oh, oh man, I'm about was, to get him. That's not even talking about that. I lost a lot of money with fidget spinners. How'd you man. lose money? This is back in the day. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to find products. I didn't know how to properly do product research to find these products. And what I was looking at is what's something I could buy that was cheap? Mm-hmm. Well, they were small. They were cheap. What's something I could ship that was cheap? They were small. They were light. They were cheap. And what's something that was hot? And it was fidget spinners. So like, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but that's the key to knowing how to do product research the right way because something I thought was, a, hey, I can get these for 30 cents and sell them for $13 or $19. The profit margins there, these things are super lightweight, right? So it's, it's cheap to ship them. It's cheap to fulfill them because it doesn't take up a lot of cubic volume and everybody wants them. Like my kids had 10, 15 different ones, metal mm. ones, plastic ones, light up ones. But guess what? When's the last time you seen a fidget spinner? Are you saying you got in too late? I got in and then it crashed because it was a trending product. So when it comes to product research, one of the keys to product research is knowing how to find products that are going to have longevity. See, I tell everybody, when you're getting started with this business, look for a long-term marriage, not a short-term one-night stand. So we want to look at, one of the things we want to look at is we actually want to look at sustainability and depth of market. So you can go to Google Trends. This is a free tool. And you can actually see historical data on how long have people been shopping, how long have people been um, typing and Googling these different products. Google's the largest search engine. And all Amazon is is a search engine-based e-commerce platform. So if we go to Google and we type in fidget spinner, and I want you guys to go do this, right? Pause this right now. Check out Google. Type in Google Trends fidget spinner. You're going to watch that it goes like this. Boom, it goes up like a rocket and then it nosedives because what, what must come up must come down. What we're looking for is we're looking for these Hold on, hold on, hold on. Products. So I'm going to Google Trends. Google Trends, yeah. Googletrends.com? Yep, Googletrends.com. Okay, guys, walk with me on Googletrends.com. Google, that spell something wrong? Google, G-O-G-L-E. Yeah, just go to Google and then type in Google Trends. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm doing wrong. Okay, so go to Google.com, then type in Google Trends. Yep. And this tells me the trends of Different products. Yep, historical data. Oh, trends.google.com. You can do this with anything, right? You can do this with anything, but we use this tool specifically for products to see what, if it has depth of market, how long has it been selling? But not only to see if it has depth of market, Dave, we want to make sure that it's not a seasonal product, right? Right. We want to make sure the product's going to sell every single day, every single month, every single year, not just in October or September, like pumpkin carving kit. Right? We want to actually sell products Dang. that sell 24-7, 365. Yo, crazy, right? this is wild, you know bro. So it Yo, shoots up. For a hot minute. Boom, and it dies. So at the top of that mountain is when I bought several hundred units, and I didn't even have money for food. <laughs> right? I actually posted a picture, I think, the other day on Instagram of it. It's crazy. So when you said that, I started to have, I started to have cold sweats. 
I'm starting to shake. I'm like, oh, man. It's like I, I'm looking at like some July 2016, and I'm guessing this is probably 2017. Pops. And then by March 1st, 2018, it's over. Over with. Dang. Yep. See, it took me a couple of years. I've been doing this since 2015. It so before you find a years. product to put on Amazon, you go to Google Trends and say, yo, what is going on? And you're looking for something that's been around for a while? Yeah, so we're looking for something that's, that has um, has sustainable market demand, which means that, like, basically, what's something that we can launch and it's going to continue to sell, mm-hmm. right? How long have you been buying pencils and pens? How long have you been buying mouse uh, mouses for a computer, keyboards? How long have you been buying um, um, floor mats for your bathroom, right? We're looking for these products, everyday products that people are going to buy every single day, irregardless of the age, the demographic, the geographic, the season. We want products that are going to sell every single day because people are coming every single day on Amazon to buy them. I know. It seems like, though, masks, right? Nobody's buying masks. Not nobody, but I'm sure if we went to Go Train, we'd look at masks. It seems like it'd be really valuable to get in right before it's going to shoot up. Right, right. But you can't tell that right. necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So here's another one. So I know a good friend of mine made $6.5 million in 30 days. You know what the product was? No. Something similar to this. He, he sold glasses for Sonar Eclipse. Well, I ain't going to tell you the average statistic because I don't know it, but I know Solar Eclipse has only happened like, what, once a century? Or once every 50 years? Something crazy like that. So if you knew that it was going to come up or you watch the propaganda, you hear the news and you see it's going to come up, you can take action on a crazy product like that, but it's not sustainable. Yeah, you made $6 million really Bro. Crazy, but when's the next lunar eclipse? I'm not about to look at Google Trends and find out the yeah. spikes, bro. <laughs> yeah, not in our lifetime. So you can make a lot of money gambling with stuff like that, but what I teach and what I practice is sustainability. That way you can just get these products on autopilot, just cash flowing every single day, every single week, every single month. Okay. Yeah, I need to just mature as an entrepreneur because I'll be looking for a little quick hit. Yeah, I want to just... I, I like get rich quick. You know what I mean? Run the last it's episode. almost like when people say, this is not a get rich quick, I'm not interested because I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to get rich quick. Okay, that's what I'm interested in. Hey, well, here's the thing. How rich do you think you're going to... How rich do you think you're going to become working for 30, 40, 50 years trying to retire off a of 401k. That's a fact. There's no hope So in if that. it takes you a year to build a business that's sustainably and, and passively going to create you some residual income. For sure. Okay. So first, identify the opportunity. Then two, what was number two? And Number three was don't quit. Yep. But number two was what? So number one, identify the opportunity. Number two, take action as fast as possible. Take action. Okay. Yep. So this is where I'm at in stage two. I identify opportunity with this product I'm not going to tell y'all about. Because I go to the Amazon King and I'm like, yo, I want to create this product. I just don't know how to get it out of my head and create it. I identify the opportunity. Now, I how, how, okay, how do I move forward in step two? Yeah, so success loves speed. So what you want to do is once you identify the product, you do the product research, you identify it. What you want to do is in the second stage is you actually want to validate the product. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so go through the five. Let's just go through the five that you okay. were telling me. All right, cool. I have this idea. I see the opportunity. I want to take action. What are the action steps that I'm about to take? Okay, Let's cool. start with number one. So number one is product research. Product so research. do the research to find the products. There's a few tools and softwares, AMZ Hunter being one of them, Jungle Scout being another, that help you comb through all of the products on Amazon. There's over 200 million products on Amazon, and you don't know a fraction of them. Right. If I ask you how many products you can come to your mind, you may get a couple hundred. 
there is literally 200 million products. So we use these softwares to comb through. They're very user-friendly. Hold on a second, Joe, can you hear this? Is he close enough to the mic? Okay, I'll say go ahead. Yeah, they're very simple to use, very simple to use. You don't need to have any technical skills, nothing like that, right? So you literally comb through there, you find these products. When you find a product like you did, then you want to go into step number two, which is validating the product. So before we buy the product and spend any of our hard-earned money to see if the product's going to work, we don't want to gamble. We want to make a data-driven decision. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're going to do the product validation, which is making sure that it's not seasonal through Google Trends, making sure that it's not trending through Google Trends, making sure that it has depth of market, meaning that it's going to sell sustainably through Google Trends. And then we want to do a few other things. Another free resource is um, Google Patents. We want to go on Google Patents, type that product in and make sure that there's no crazy patents on it. Because if it's selling like crazy, it may be because one or two people have provisional patents in that category. Mm. So we don't want to put a bunch of money, time, effort, and energy into a product launch and it's patented and then we get a cease and desist. So there's things that we can do to make these data-driven decisions, um, that being another one of them. And then final, finally, what we want to do is we want to make sure that the margin is there. Because that's what we're doing this for, the money, right? Mm. So I recommend not launching a product that has less than 30% net margin. Now, the difference between gross and net is net is what you keep. That's what goes into your pocket. Yeah. Gross is the total of what you get. So we want to make sure net mar- uh, net profit margins at 30% bare minimum. So if we're selling the product Go ahead. really quick. If we're selling the product for $20, $6, boom, goes right to your pocket. The reason why we want to be at 30% is because every three products, you basically double your money. You also want to have margin for expenses. As Hold well on. As every three products, you double your money. Yep. So technically at 33%, 33.33. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. so that makes sense. That saying. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, words, he's slow. He I was trying to break it down for my man. All right, so <laughs> 30. So every three products you double. Okay. 30% seems low though. No? Actually, it's high if you think about traditional retail. See, traditional I'm trying retail, to double. Huh? I would like to double. So you can triple. Triple is more than double. Yeah. Every three products. So if you want to double your money. Every two products, you could double your money by being at 50% profit margin, which is achievable as well. You can get as much as 100%, but a conservative, I'd rather under-promise, over-deliver. Very conservative, easy to do every single time is 30 to 50%. That's enough to make six figures. You can go above. Absolutely. It's Uh enough to triple your income. See, our bare minimum is we're trying to sell 10 products per day. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation 
Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. So if you're tripling, if you're doubling your money every three products you sell, you're doubling your money not once, not twice, but three times per day. Mm. Think about it. 10 units, every three units, 33% profit margin, 30% profit margin, you're doubling your money. So that money's doing this, right? Because if you think about money just sitting, what's happening is it's not earning any interest. A financial or a fractional reserve institution earns you 0.01. So you're literally at, what is that, a hundredth of a percent? a tenth of a percent. So if you're at a tenth of a percent by your money sitting in the bank, but you can go invest your actual money and have your money work for you and, and bring you in 30% daily, 33%, 50% daily, now what you're doing is your money's doing somersaults. Mm. And the easiest way to scale is to just keep launching more products, keep doing more marketing. It's that simple. Oh, yeah. So if you have one product, the goal is to sell 10 a day. And if you can get to that point, then maybe introduce another product. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's number two, which is the product. Um, the the product. What, what you want to do is verify that product. That's the validation point. Yeah. So after we do that that market analysis, we do that research. We know okay, we've done enough um, uh, research to identify this product's going to make money. Because mm-hmm. if you just find a product, you're like, yo, I like this product, and you go and launch it, it may not make any money, yeah. right? You don't know because you don't have that product development. You don't have that actual research to to back it up. So we want to do as much research, as much data-driven uh, decision-making that we can. We don't want to lead with emotion. That's the biggest mistake people make, Dave, is I got an amazing product idea. I'm cool. How'd you come up with it? Well, I love it. I use it. <laughs> I buy it. I see it. I think. You don't want to lead with emotion. You want to lead with data. So we look strictly at the numbers, um, and we make sure this product's going to be good before we All right. It. So I'm not as ready to launch my product as possible, because I think it's emotion. I really want to do it. Yeah, but you got a good idea. It is a good idea, though. Okay. So you can have a good idea. But I need a good idea. But you want to still make sure you do the research like we did to make sure it's going to make sense and have a plan. Gotcha. Okay. That makes me feel better right there. Okay. So number three. What's number three? So product. So like idea, right? No, 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 no. In the five, five, yeah. So idea, then um, validate, validate, validate product product development. Then product development, yeah. number three. Number so three talk to me about product development. How do I put this into development? Yeah, so product development is where it gets fun, y'all. So with product development, this is where we get to differentiate our product. This is where we get to look for ideas. And you have a course on all this, right? Yeah, the course, yeah. The aim is and you're going to you're gonna give a... Di- is my, so I know on the, uh, the, um, the podcast, getting it in, like, through social proof is $100 cheaper than your buy, website. Yeah, even. if you buy... Again, he's robbing me again, y'all. Ah! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, All right, so I, I, I'll, put a, I'll put a link in there. Yeah, go okay, ahead. Bet. I'm sorry. Yep. So number three, product development. That's, that's socialprooffba. Socialprooffba.com. Yeah, socialprooffba.com. Socialprooffba. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Proceed. I'm sorry. All right, cool. Yeah, so so number three is um, product development. 
So this is where we develop the product, we come up for ideas to uh, differentiate the product from the competition, to make it better, to improve on it. And this is quite simple, right? I love this actually, because I'm a creative. Um, so if you're that type of person, you're gonna love this, right? And I know you're a creative as well. So the easiest way to do product development um, successfully is to just look at what the consumer wants. So many people try to do product development based off of what they feel or what they think or what they heard instead of just doing the data-driven decision-making, mm -hmm. right? Easiest way to do this is go look at competitors, go look at similar products, look at the reviews. The reviews will tell you everything that you need to make a product better than everybody else and everything that you need not to lose customers. Mm -hmm. How? By looking at the positive and look at the negative. So you can filter in Amazon underneath different um, listings, you can filter all one stars. Mm -hmm. You can filter all five stars. So the easiest way to do this is all the five stars are gonna have commonalities and similarities of things that they love. Usability, interface, color, shape, size, taste, whatever they are, don't change that because the consumers are saying, I love this, keep making this. Mm. Now you wanna go to the one stars and look at the things that they're complaining about. That's the easiest way to crush your competition. Dang, that's smart. You went to college, huh? You had to. You you smart, bro. This guy, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Fun of me, man. No, 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 no. no. That's crazy. Who would think about that? Like, go I to the five stars. Education, bro. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Unfortunately, that's sad. Damn. Goodness gracious. So go to the five star. That's what people love. One star. This. Oh well, it's too this. It's not enough that. Too and you just too create small. your product. It smells funny. Needs to be more durable. Battery that's stuff. Brilliant. They're bro. telling you, hey, listen, add this, and I will love it. So five is what I love. Keep doing it. Okay, right. so you send that to the supplier. Do everything that's on the five. And on the one, let's make all of these improvements. And see, amateurs monetize the front end and experts monetize the back. 90% of the reason why the one stars are one stars is because uh, amateurs are trying to save money on product development. See, I have an acronym. It's WWAD. What would Apple do? We talked about this on the other podcast. So many people lose with physical products and lose with Amazon because they try to make money through sourcing low. Everybody hurts uh, buy low, sell high, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you can buy you can buy low, just not as low, and sell even higher, and that's what Apple does. Mm -hmm. Apple's one of the largest consumer-grade electronics products company in the world, a trillion-dollar company, yet they're two, three, four, even five times more than their competitors. Why? The packaging. How many of you guys literally got Am uh, Apple packaging laying around your house? You got Apple uh, packaging I don't throw that stuff house? away. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everything else to throw away, you can't wait to throw it away. Matter of fact, you why do I got all these? Why do I got all these iPhone boxes, bro? In my it's crazy. Drawer. Every single iPhone I ever bought, I got the because the packaging is beautiful. The customer experience—you ever have to call them? It's magnificent, right? The customer service—they got Apple Care, the Genius Bar, the stuff works. It's phenomenal. So you want to cater the same experience in your products. See, I made that mistake. My first product was actually—it um, was a, um, a slick mat. I can't even remember the name of it. Again, it was another trending product. I thought it was going to be the next big thing. Mm. They, they never last, right? It was a little product that you set on top of your um, dashboard of your car, and you could put your phone on it. That's before all these clips that hold your phones existed, right? Mm. This is back in the day, 2015, 2016. So what happened is I was cutting corners, and the, uh, the mix to it, or the way that they were making it, the mold, was so cheap that when they the sun would beam down on the car, it would melt all over the dash. Dang. So I'm getting one star, one star, one star, melts all over the dash. I'm getting pictures of people's dash all ruined with stuff mm. melted everywhere. So, and then I, I made the same mistake again. I launched a car charger. That's when they went from the 2.1 to the 5.1, which charged a little bit faster, the USB. And I saved a bunch of money. I didn't want to spend an extra 70 cents on a different uh, a board. 
I was like, well, it does the same thing, right? They're like, well, this one's more durable. I'm like, but it's 60 more cents. So I'm going to save $60 for every order. That's how I was thinking, like an amateur. So I did it. And guess what? One in every three was defective. So I'm getting bad stars. Why? One stars. Doesn't work. Stop working after day number one. So what you, what I suggest everybody does in the product development stage is look at these one stars, find out what they're shortcutting, what they're being cheap on and find ways to improve. And it's very simple. You don't have to be super smart to do this. You ask the supplier, Hey, these are screenshots of other people who are selling these products and what they don't like. How do we make this better? Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an architect or an engineer. They're going to tell you, well, they probably did this, 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 and this, and this. Okay, cool. Well, what's the price not to do all of those. Right. So it's very simple. Like I make like a Venn diagram, right? What's the difference? What's, what's good with this product? What's bad with this product? What's the similarities? And I just send that right to the supplier. Got it. So that's the, the, the product development part. This is rich, bro. <laughs> okay, so what's number four? So product research. Research. Um, we just did product development. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so idea. Identify the need. Don't tell me. Identify the need. Number two is uh, a product validation. Product validation. Validation. Yeah. Number three. Three is product development. Yep. Number four. Number four is? Is product sourcing. So that's where product we Product sourcing. He's chewing me up on my own stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Number four is product I have sourcing. To, I have to test myself because this is something I'm, I'm, I'm actively like wanting to build. So I want to make sure it's locked in by repeating it. So sourcing. Yep. Sourcing. And that's the... So you can go to Alibaba. Yep. Right? Alibaba. But... There's a million things on there, and I got frustrated the other day. Yep. So the easiest way to do this is to create a template, which we offer in the AMZ formula. The template, your business letterhead goes there. Can I have there. the template? It's in the AMZ? Okay. Yeah, it's in the AMZ formula. So you put your template up top, or you put your uh, overhead up top. It's already filled out for you. You just put in your product, how many units you're looking for, and any specifications like color, size, weight, so on and so forth. And the reason why we created this template is because Probably you've made the same mistake I made when I was starting out. I would literally, there's hundreds and hundreds of suppliers and I'm going and I'm contacting each and every one, each and every one. And then by the fifth one, I'm being lazy and I'm not being as detailed. By the tenth one, I'm dropping sentences. That's crazy. I did the same thing, bro. So when you have a template, you fill it out once, right? And then you can go and actually click all of them and attach that and boom, you can deploy them all within minutes. So. Yeah, but this, this stuff takes time. I didn't know that. You know how many emails individual I sent out? How many individual <laughs> yeah. Skypes? And then, like, communication through Alibaba sucks. Right. So we have this whole script about getting them in Skype or WhatsApp so it goes to our phone. I don't have to log into go- Alibaba, which I don't use for anything else, and try to communicate with these people. So this is kind of what we were doing, right? Right. I reached so, out to three people, and I'm done. I'm just tired. I'm like, all right, it all seems the same. And, yeah, hold on. Let me fix that for you. I need to get some of them. I need to get some of them from Amazon or make my own. I can make my own of those, right? You can buy this on Amazon. You can buy the cord on Amazon. You can buy the stand on Amazon. This cover right here, you can get on Amazon. But I can create my own, though. Absolutely. Yeah, we got the... um, The chairs you're sitting in is a product. The social proof mic stands are coming to a... Amazon store near you. (laughs) But really, you could... Anything. Anything. I can customize these things, right? Anything and everything. Just follow this step process. You can do anything. The lights we're shooting on, the stands, the cameras are on, the cords, everything. I actually do want to create, like, different mic color stand, mic color. So, hold on. So, I would just pick the mics that I want to cover and then just tell them I want a a wind. This is called a windscreen, right? No, it's a, this isn't a windscreen. No, it's not. The windscreen is the thing that sits right here. This is a wind protector, windbreaker. This- uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, but if, if I say, okay, so RE20 mics, I can create like a skin for it. Absolutely. Here's the thing, Dave. People have a misconception. And then they're mine. Like they're it's my it's your IP. People have a misconception that a misunderstanding that huge brands like Apple, Bose, all these large brands manufacture their own products. They don't. And these manufacturers aren't just Apple Corporation manufacturers or Bose Corporation manufacturers. They're manufacturers that manufacture for hundreds and sometimes even thousands or and tens of thousands. And I can get the same manufacturer people. that they made so this what at. We, exactly. So what we do with the strategies, we go and find the same suppliers. We make the same stuff, same quality, put our name on it. Boom. Done. See, large companies like Apple's a trillion-dollar company. But you know a small fraction of their revenue and their potential actually comes from Amazon? Like huge companies, Colgate, huge, huge companies are not tapping into the potential, even as long as Amazon's been around, as people like us. That's why so many people are like, how can I come on here if there's all these large companies? Large companies aren't on there, right? Large companies have so much user base outside of Amazon from commercials for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? Word of mouth, um, actual physical retail locations that when they put stuff on there, the listings are horrible. The listing, the only reason that you make money is because people are used to, okay, let me get some Colgate uh, toothpaste. Let me go get some Bose headphones. They already, that's what they're used to and accustomed to buying because that's what they've been using. So they just go and type in the name of the product and buy it. When you actually compare some of our clients and our students' listings to, you know, Fortune 500 companies, it's night and day. See, we crush Amazon, we crush Fortune 500 companies because that's not their main platform. When we're starting out, this is our main platform. So we're exhausting all the potential on the platform where the other companies aren't. You know, this wasn't supposed to be a podcast, right? You're not supposed it, to. It was supposed to be a quick. Minutes, yeah, right? it's supposed to be a quick little. I want to let people in on what we're talking about. Okay, <laughs> so real quick, number five. What was number? Okay, number. Well, number one, um, identify pretty much like the the, the product, like what yep. product, and then you're going to do development on the product to make sure that there's a need in the marketplace. Number two, validation. validation. Number three. A product development. Yeah, product development. Number four, after you develop a product, you're going to go source the product. And you're going to find where you can get this thing developed. That's where the negotiations, you find the supplier. But don't negotiate, negotiate. Don't negotiate too much because the negotiation, like you said on the last one, is coming out of the quality of the product, mm. not from their margins. Boom, WWAD. You remember that from the last podcast? I remember that. I so, told you, man. I you know, There's attention. a difference between negotiating and haggling. You want to negotiate, you know, you can you can negotiate, but don't haggle them because the, it's going to come out of the quality of your product, mm-hmm. not out of their margin, not out of their bottom line. Yeah, I might have to watch the last episode to really understand that bar. It's a bar. Number five. What's number five? Get number rich. Number five is where you launch. Okay. <laughs> number five, check your bank account. Right, right. Yeah, number five is where you launch. This is where the magic happens. This is where the money comes in. And this is where you can actually um, verify the product. So it's a two-step process um, to the launch mechanism that we that I created over the years, right? So you have validation, which is step number two, right? Mm-hmm. And that's before you spend some money to actually buy the product and send the product into Amazon. You want to make sure it's going to sell. Well, you can't guarantee, nobody on this earth, there's no software can guarantee if it's going to work 100% or how many units it'll actually sell. It can sell a lot more, it can sell a lot less. Full transparency. And that's where the uh, verification comes into play when where you launch your product. So we create your listing, super simple, picture, price, description, bullet points, boom, it's live. No website, no custom coding, no tech skills, none of that. And then we send the product to Amazon. Matter of fact, your supplier sends the product to Amazon. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Amazon receives them. They store them. They pack them. They launch them. And they handle the customer service. So all you have to do is just take a look at the sales. Right. Make sure that the marketing's there. Make sure that everything's there. Respond to any comments, any messages, and you'll be able to know within seven to fourteen days: Are you selling what you projected that you would sell? You saved me, bro. You saved me a big headache because I was about to get this. Pro- I'm not gonna tell y'all what it is, but I was gonna get them in like because I was I was looking at my my basement like, all right, I just put them all right there and then we'll ship them out. But just saying, I don't gotta do all that. Okay, that that actually makes me because then I can do what I what I like to do. I can promote exactly. and. Promote and but there's an art to launching. It's not just pictures, product. There's an art to it. So right? once you, I, we once might you not. We don't have time to get into all that, Josh. Because I know you'll go into the whole funnel. Is that is that in your in the program? Absolutely, absolutely. So you step teach by the artist step. step by so step. It's, step. Okay. it's literally a college education on how to do this. Everything is in chronological order. Over seventy videos, over twenty hours of content. Literally templates, resources, step by step instructionals. Everything's easy. So regardless of if they're brand new and know nothing or they've launched and failed and want to relaunch their idea and get it to the next level, you can take place wherever you want inside of the program and you can follow it step by step from A to Z. What's the website, Josh? It's socialproofFBA.com. Socialprooffba.com. I mean, you know, it's just... I, oh, as, as long as long as there's a discount for like for the social proofers people that's watching it, I'm happy, man. Off. You can't even buy it for me at this price. That's crazy. We and I. That's just it's right just there, crazy. Right go, go, just go, yeah. it out. go to the formula. Go to social proof FBA. Compare the prices. That's you amazing, again, man. Y'all. You got me. Socialprooffba.com. Oh, real quick, last question. What was your most successful launch of a product financially? Most successful. So. All of them are successful because... Mo, I'm talking about most successful. There's one where you really cleaned up the bag. I know. So I still... We talked about it on the last episode. We still have products to this day, which are the bath bombs. We broke the whole story down. It's made me millions of dollars. I've sold hundreds and hundreds of thousands of units, right? But that's just because of the product. 
So when you find a magical product, like when you find a product, you follow this criteria, you find a magical product and you follow these steps, you can make it happen, right? And here's the beautiful thing. We talked about $10,000 a month. We talked about $3,000 a month. You want to know how you find a product that makes $100,000 per month? Oh. You look for it. See, the reason why we talk about three to $10,000 products <laughs> is because three to $10,000 passive residually or working less than three hours per week would change a lot of people's lives. A lot of people don't have access to the income. The reason why we don't talk about how to find million-dollar products or $100,000 a month products is because you have to invest in the physical inventory. A lot of people don't have 30 grand laying around to actually put up the product for $100,000. But let's just say, hey, you're doing all right. You have access to lines of credit. You have access to business lines of credit. You have access to investors, family uh, members, friends. You can utilize this exact strategy that I shared with you and go find a product in the supplement or the fitness or the sports and outdoors that are selling 10,000 units per month, right? And success is math. So let's break down the math. 10,000 units per month, like a yoga mat, which is a little bit more competitive. You do have to put up more money on the actual inventory at $10 profit is $100,000 per month off of one product. So there are products doing that and even more, right? So like, again, I like to under promise over deliver. It's very simple. So many people are like, what if I don't find it? What if it's too difficult? Three to $10,000 per month is more than achievable. It's literally the bottom. It's the hanging fruit that nobody's going after. Mm. And that's how people are getting rich. All right. So what's your most successful launch? The bath bombs. I crushed it. The bath bomb. I just did a, a recent launch with, uh, with um, Warren G. For, did the the rapper? Yeah, yeah, Warren G's. So we kicked, you ever had Sweet Baby Ray's? Yeah. Yeah, whooped their butt. Um, what about, oh, he had a sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had barbecue sauce. So he's in the And you, you, you took him through the five steps? Absolutely. And you can see it on my Instagram. We documented it. So Sweet Baby Ray's, um, um, all the top guys. I can't even remember. Heinz, you know Heinz? Yeah. Heinz ketchup, yeah. Heinz barbecue sauce. Uh, Jack Daniels barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah, we whooped all of their butts in, number, in one day. Became number one in the category for rubs and for barbecue sauce. So I did the barbecue sauce and the rubs, launched it to number one in the world, number one in the category in one day, utilizing the strategy. By the way, those of you that think that you have your strategy is undercutting people on price, well, I'm going to launch this product and I'm just going to sell $3 less. Sweet Baby Ray's is how much? I don't know. My wife does the shopping. How much is Sweet Baby Ray's? Like $5. Joe, you think big, you know, fat boy. Thing. Joe, no. <laughs> Joe, know about Sweet Baby Ray's. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so $5 for a thing, right? 32, big boy, right? right? $5. You know how much these were? How much? $15. So how could I triple the price of one of the most notorious barbecue sauces that is in all these large retail stores? How could I crush them in one day? Let's do this formula. And I break it all down inside the AMC formula. All right. No, 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 no. I got because because only because we don't have a whole lot of time. And I need to ask you like the personal questions in because I want to tell you about my products. So I want to say it so bad, but they be stealing. They're gonna say it when we launch it. Yes, yeah, look. Social proof FBA, okay. And if you're watching this by the time my product launched, I probably already made hundred million using the the strategy. So <laughs> this wasn't necessarily a podcast episode, but I had to give y'all the game, man. So every now and again, we'll just bring people on just just to talk about the the business, like how you can get to the money. So this is the fast way to make hundred thousand dollars. I agree. Now we have this conversation, um, Josh. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you, it, man. You you're just it's one of those people. Time, you really go you. 
really built a big business and you have no problem sharing, bro. If the cameras went on, yo, he'll talk for an hour. Anybody ever been around Josh for a long time? He'll just talk for hours about how to get rich. He's not gonna. He's not gonna try to sell you nothing. It's just like, and I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. So, thank you so much. All right, so go to socialproofba.com. Let's launch these products, man. Just want to bring some value. All right, we're out of here. Make sure y'all follow Josh Chris. All right, we're out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.